0: Happy Friday. If this is your first ever listening on the woman podcast, my name is Tamani Lynn and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, educating, and empowering all women to be bosses through support and networking. We do a plethora of different initiatives like a group community service. We do webinars, workshops. We have programs within our organization like a one-on-one mentoring program, a one-on-one business coaching program. You name it, basically do it, sis. We're known as the one-stop shop for empowerment and you are listening to the Womanland podcast where I sit down with female entrepreneurs or W bosses rather which is what we like to call them and I sit down with them and I talk with them about not only the topic at hand but also their personal journeys of entrepreneurship up until the point that we record this episode and if this is your first ever listening on our podcast then I do updates in the beginning of every single episode to keep you ladies in the loop with everything that we're doing even outside of our podcast so we have two for you ladies this week so one if you've been following our Instagram our company page at Woman of Land, or you're subscribed to our mailing list then you ladies know that we just dropped the WBiz E Masterclass Business Planning and Strategizing 101 um, which is starting May 14th it is a three week intensive course which is where I will teach you ladies how to effectively plan and plot throughout this time and to strategize your business plans you don't have to have a business to partake in this masterclass you could be wanting to start a business or you could already have a business and you could take this masterclass um, we're just basically teaching you ladies how to effectively plan and plot and execute through strategies um, that we will be teaching throughout our three-week course. Um, You ladies know that we just did a masterclass back in February, I believe, and that one was amazing. We had women attending from Ohio, Atlanta, LA, Maryland, Virginia, just the states go on and on. So we're having our next one starting May 14th, and I will be hosting it. So you ladies can grab your tickets at woman.org slash masterclass. And this is the fastest I've ever seen tickets sell for our masterclass so uh, we did have a code in the beginning it was first five in all caps I'm pretty sure that code has expired because we've been getting tickets like crazy so um, you ladies can again go ahead and visit womanland.org masterclass to grab your ticket ASAP so that is update number one and update number two we have a very very special campaign launching this month um, in light of COVID-19 we want to try to give back you ladies know we love giving back through different things whether it's giving back to other female entrepreneurs or just women in general we like to do different campaigns centered around different things to make sure we're uplifting our community mainly the community of women that we have here in maryland and throughout the country but sometimes we do campaigns centered around other things but overall women's advocacy because again we are a women's empowerment organization and we do want to keep that implemented within our organization as we grow so we'll be having a very 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 special campaign dropping this month so those are our two updates for this week and you ladies can subscribe to our website at women.org to stay updated on everything we have going on aside from those updates but everything that we have going on in the future if you're subscribed to our website then you ladies know that you guys get all the tea and all the gems before I say it on our podcast announce it on our Instagram page business page whatever platform that we use Um, if you're subscribed to our website then you get all the gems first so go ahead and subscribe to our website right now so those are our updates for this week and we also have segments within our podcast. I do a woman to Watch of the Week and then an Ask Money Question of the Week. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with our Women's to Watch of the Week. So our Woman to Watch of the Week is the amazing Be Simone. A few ladies have been following her Instagram, or if you're not too sure who she is, she is a comedian, she is an actress, and she does a plethora of different things, and overall she is just an amazing businesswoman. And the reason why I wanted to have her as our Woman to Watch of the Week for this week is because she announced that she wanted to become a millionaire by the time she reached age 30 um, on her birthday, which was April 5th, and you know, it was a goal that seemed insurmountable to her and unachievable to her but she pushed herself and she said by the time I turn 30 I will be a millionaire right and sometimes when we say things like that we're like oh I'm gonna be a millionaire when I'm 30 you know this is a dream and then we get to 30 and then it's just like oh girl like we here at 30 but she was really like okay I'm turning 30 I want to be a millionaire I'm going to make this happen I'm going to push myself my team my business partners and my businesses to ensure that this happens right and although that may be a scene far-fetched for a lot of different people, for her. Ladies, when April 5th rolled around, if you ladies are following her on Instagram, then you know that she dropped this series, Road to a Million. And the finale of the series was her announcing that she actually became a millionaire on her birthday. She said that by her birthday, she wanted to be a millionaire. She only needed to make, I think, $135,000 more to become that millionaire by her birthday. And later she hit $136,000 in sales. So it was only $1,000 over, which put her over her goal of becoming a millionaire. And and that entire series was so inspiring, and it really sparked something in me, especially during this time right now, during COVID nineteen. Um, if you're a business owner, then you know that things may be a little, you know, hard, or you're trying to figure out how to pivot during this time. But seeing stuff like that really gets me going as a businesswoman, as a business owner, and it reminds me that anything, anything is achievable if you put your mind to it. Because all that she did was put her mind to it, and I respect that a hundred percent. So if you ladies haven't, already seen that series, I highly suggest that you do so on her Instagram handle at Simone. I believe. She has two businesses, B. Simone Beauty and another one, I believe as well. So you ladies can go ahead and follow her at her personal page and her business pages. Um, If you ladies want to know her exact at, then you guys can follow us on the WOL podcast to see the official fire for her um, in which she will be tagged along with her businesses. But that is our woman to watch of the week, the amazing B. Simone. So So our Ask Samani question of the week is, what are some of your favorite podcasts to listen to? So I have a few podcasts that I really love. Of course, number one, our podcast. I love our podcast to death, although it's kind of weird hearing myself, you know, when I play it back. A little weird hearing my voice. Um, But aside from us, I really like DJ Envy and his wife's podcast. Let me see what it's called. Let me open up my podcast app. I think it's like, yeah, it's called The Casey Crew. So DJ Envy and his wife have a podcast called The Casey Crew. I actually love that podcast. Um, I'm a type of person where I love podcasts that women have, but sometimes when they're family-oriented, I love that as well. So him and his wife started a podcast called The Casey Crew. Um... What else? You ladies know I love the Christian Bay podcast. If you guys have been following us on Instagram, then you ladies know that I love her to death. We had her on our podcast not too long ago, and I was also a special guest on her podcast as well. Confessions of a workaholic by Corielle DeBeau. You ladies know if you're an OG listener, then I love Corielle. But other than that, and also the Roommates podcast, I love the Roommates podcast as well. So I'm a really heavy podcast listener, and it's so crazy because it wasn't like this before I started my own podcast. I was a person I did. didn't really listen to podcasts like that I just knew that I wanted to have my own podcast because I knew that I wanted to touch certain ears especially in our community of women throughout the country but now since I started my own podcast and I know how much work goes into creating an episode drafting an episode editing it I respect podcasts on a totally different level so those are a few of my favorite podcasts but we actually just dropped an article centered around five different podcasts that you can listen to so you ladies can visit our website at woman.org on our article section to see that latest article as well for a few suggestions as far as a few podcasts that you should listen to, especially during this time. So that is my answer for our Ask Tamani question of the week. And let's go ahead and jump into our topic of this week. So you ladies know that we are in our first series ever that we've ever done. It's called The Journey of Becoming a Boss, where I'm sitting down with different female entrepreneurs throughout the course of the next three to four weeks. And I'm sitting down with them to basically talk with them about their personal journeys of becoming a boss up until the point that we record this episode because as I was saying on our last podcast your story can be the driving force for other women once you share it it could be the driving force behind you and what you do and just listening to women's different stories and how they've come up and how they've grown throughout the years into the bosses that they are today is super inspiring and you ladies loved the last episode where I shared mine I got a lot of funny feedback you guys are like I can't believe you're an RTC girl me either I cannot believe, like, that at all. A little Tamani and a line of formation going to the Air Force? No, ma'am. I would scream if I couldn't have my nails pink or red. Um, just doing other girly stuff, like, that is my heart. So I can't even imagine not doing stuff like that. So, you ladies know that I have nothing but the best of the best W Boss on every single podcast episode. And this W Boss is a DMV-based blogger and entrepreneur. She was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, and relocated to the DMV area in two. In 2018, she started her motivational blog, Ayaba to Ayaba. In 2020, she relaunched her blog as Ayaba Connect. Ayaba Connect is a platform that was created to inspire, empower, and connect strong, beautiful women everywhere. In addition to blogging, she is a content creator, event host, and she plans on becoming a medical doctor. She'll be starting her Journey to Med School series very, very soon, so stay updated with that, and she is a firm believer of betting on yourself and going after everything you truly want as a woman so I'm so happy to announce that our last woman's to watch of the week miss esther is our amazing w boss guest for this week so please welcome miss esther everybody Hi, everyone. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, girl. Hey. So just to give you ladies a little bit of backstory, Esther was actually a special guest on our W B S E masterclass for a segment for one of the weeks that we had. I believe it was branding and marketing, right? Or, or was it yeah. content creation?
1: It was Branding and Marketing. Yeah, we
0: had her for a special guest for our Branding and Marketing segment for our first ever Business e Masterclass, and she was our Woman to Watch of the Week last week, and we were actually spotlighted on her amazing blog, Ayava Connects, so we're so happy to have her as a special guest finally this week for her to share her story of becoming the boss that she is today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. No
0: problem. No problem, sis. So although I know you, Esther, I already know all these things I'm about to ask you, the W Boss listening could probably get really inspired, or I know they'll get super inspired about learning more about you. So tell us about yourself. Tell us a little bit about your blog and more before we get into the story of becoming the boss you are today.
1: Okay. Well, once again, my name is Esther. Um, I am 25 years old, like you said. I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia. I was born in Riverdale, and then we just moved all over Georgia. I always say Atlanta because people don't usually know the other places I grew up, so just now I'm from Georgia. (laughs) But um, I'm the oldest of three kids. My parents are Nigerian. Um, I love to eat. I love to sing. I love to write. Um, I love... Uh, talking to people, getting to know people. Um, I love having a good time, a fun time, and I also I absolutely like enjoy girl time, hanging out with my friends.
0: You know, I'm a pretty just easygoing, fun person, and you know, that's me. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Um, so I want to ask you before we get started, what inspired you to create a Yaba Connects?
1: Okay, so originally, um, I first had this idea back in 2015. So 2015 was a very, very, very hard year for me. Um, A lot of things I had planned, they didn't go according to plan. Um, I had a close friend of mine who passed away as well. So I remember at the end of 2015, it was like the last couple of weeks of December, I was like, the thought randomly came into my head. And it was like, uh, you should start a blog. And I'm just like, a blog I should start a blog like what I was just so literally just out of nowhere I was watching tv and I was just thinking about like how that year went and then it just popped up like you should start a blog where you share your stories or stuff that you've been through and what you've learned and how you've learned from it and how you apply those lessons to life so I immediately got so so, so, so inspired, so moved to do this. So I remember I was writing it down, like, okay, start a blog. What type of blog is it going to be? Motivational. So I'm like, okay, well, what am I going to name it? So my parents named me Esther. And if you guys are familiar with, um, who esther was she's a queen in the bible so ever since i was born my parents always called me um so like i said they're nigerian they're yoruba so in our language Esther just means queen esther so i was like mommy what should i call it so i was texting all my friends y'all what should i name this how would you describe me you know and i was asking my mom so finally um it just popped in my head like Ayaba to Ayaba and it's like queen to queen I'm just addressing other queens about you know my life experiences and my story and I kind of stuck so for the longest I was like oh yeah I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do a photo shoot I'm gonna and like years went by and I just never did and I finally realized that it was fear holding me back because number one If you're writing based on your experiences, you have to be transparent. You have to be vulnerable. And I didn't quite master those skills yet. At the time, I was very guarded, you know, very, uh uh-uh, don't get in my space, don't talk to me. And um, I I really wasn't ready to do that. But then in 2018, I was like, it's either now or never. So April 14th, 2018. 18, I finally launched a blog under Ayaba to Ayaba. And for the first year, year and a half, I was just talking about my experiences, you know, different topics, how I learned from it, how I grow just in hopes that it will inspire someone else. And then I just, I just felt like I outgrew that lane and not saying that my blogs are not still motivational, But I wanted it to be just more than that. I wanted it to be like EXO Nicole, where not only am I sharing my experiences and my stories, but I'm connecting other queens to other stories about other empowering women, kind of like what you do, you know? So um, for the longest, I wanted to take my time with this. So I stopped blogging in like maybe October of last year. And um, I finally said I'm going to rebrand and relaunch. So I finally relaunched it um, February. Of this year, so now I about connect, and um, it encompasses a whole bunch of different things. It's just inspiring women, empowering women, and connecting women. So that's pretty much the backstory behind I about connect and how it started and where it came and stemmed from.
0: Yes! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Wow! Just. Seeing a brand on social media or knowing about a brand is one thing, but hearing Mm -hmm. the story behind it is even more impactful. Um, So thank you for sharing that. Um, I want to ask you, no problem. I want to ask you, has it been hard to try to uplift women during this time? And how have you stayed motivated each day to give back to other women during COVID-19?
1: I'm not going to lie to you. It's even hard for me Mm -hmm. to stay motivated because when this first started happening, Um, I don't even know why it's like this spirit of, I wouldn't say laziness, but like numbness came over me. And I really did not want to do anything. Like I didn't want to blog. I didn't want to come on Instagram or write or do anything. I was just at home in this funk, to be honest. And It literally came from nowhere. And the thing, the issue with me and my blog is like, I'll start, I'll start, I'll start, but I won't be consistent. And I told myself this time, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. And... It literally was one day, one of my friends, um, she's also a business owner in Miami. She has a, um, a brand called Lime Lux Fashion, and she was just talking to me about, you know, what she's doing and how she's trying to keep her business alive. And I was letting her know, like, bro, I'm not on that wing. Like, I feel numb. I don't want to do anything, and I just didn't know why. And she kind of, like, popped me out of that funk. Like, you cannot do that. You have a mission. You have a purpose. You have this big platform where you swore to do this and to cater to people In this way, and you can't do that. You can't let that purpose or you can't let your mission sway based on how you feel. So, after that, after she read me up and down, (laughs) down. okay, you know, I was like, you know what, she's right. And like this spirit of you have to motivate, you have to motivate just came over me, so now I kind of motivate from a sense of what do I need that day, you know what I'm saying, what am I going through that day or I kind of try to gauge what people are feeling, what they're going through and I just use that, and you know it really reassures you when you post something, you're thinking like, oh it may get maybe like 12 likes, 15 likes but then you get a number of people DMing you like, oh I needed this, Mm -hmm. thank you keep it coming, so that After I got off my behind, um, just those things, knowing that what I'm posting or my words is helping another woman, that's what keeps me motivated. That's what keeps me, you know, trying to get people going like how I am trying to go myself
0: right you know what's so funny you said something that made me think about a conversation I just had with a fellow girl boss friend of mine and she was telling me that she had posted all this content and it didn't get the amount of engagement that she thought it would but her Mm -hmm. engagement behind the scenes was extremely high people Mm -hmm. saying I needed this code, I needed this video or I needed XYZ that you just dropped and ladies I want to make it a point to you that people see what you're doing Sometimes it it may not get 40, 50, 100, 200 likes, Mm -hmm. but there are people watching. So I always tell people to keep going no matter what, especially during a time like this, because you never know who's watching. You never know who needs to see that quote you posted. You never know who needs to see that launch you just dropped. You never know who needs to see that Instagram Live. I'm seeing a lot of people doing Instagram Mm -hmm. Live, and that's exactly why we started our Instagram Live series, to keep you ladies motivated and pumped throughout this entire Pandemic that we're going through, and I was just actually um, speaking with another, another W Boss guest a few weeks ago about how to stay motivated during this time. And although this may sound, you know, sad at the moment, but it's not going to get better anytime soon. So if you allow yourself to kind of crumble right now, just imagine the months ahead. So, ladies, whatever you need to do to get into the right, motivated, positive space to, in order to. Not not only uplift others if you still have a business or have a business in general, but to stay motivated within, right? Because mm-hmm. you want to use this experience to become a better woman at the end of all of this, which is why I think it's important to share a woman like you, you know, your story to keep ladies motivated during this time because everybody starts somewhere. Everybody yeah, starts see, somewhere. Please. And a W Boss Listening, this is probably their start to their journey. This, this mm-hmm. period of time that we're going through, this could either make... Make or break you it could have it could have broken somebody down from losing their job but starting that business or losing that hope and then gaining that motivation from listening to podcasts like this or seeing those different quotes that you were talking about as or seeing those quotes to keep them going to keep them pumped and motivated that a better time is coming right. so um thank you for sharing that I feel like it's important to find empowerment and motivation within especially if you're a business owner because you're giving 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 to yes. so many other people and sometimes it's important. To pour into yourself and to you know empower yourself sometimes, so I definitely resonate with that. I definitely resonate with that. So, nevertheless, let's go ahead and jump into the topic. So, I'm having Esther share her story with. Ayaba Connects, not only with her brand, but the story behind her as well, Um, because I don't want you ladies to forget that, okay, a brand can grow into something one day, but the person behind it is even more important, right? So with that being said, Esther, tell us about your story before your brand, before everything. Um, You can go as far back as you want from childhood to adolescence to now adulthood and how you were able to grow into the boss that you are today before your brand came.
1: Okay, so before I begin, I just want to say um, I'm a firm believer. And one of the things that I live by is that everything that you go through in life, every experience, every lesson, every up, every down serves a divine purpose. It is for a divine reason. So, you know, when I often share my story, my personal story to people, you know, they're often shocked because they're like, oh, you know, you're just this whole like positive person. And, you know, I would have never guessed. And, you know, a lot of times people, oh, I don't know how you got through that. Or I don't know what I would have done. But one thing that, you know, keeps me going or always motivates me. And I want everyone to remember this before I even share my story is that everything happens for a reason and it serves a purpose. And I want us to remember that because I'm going to circle back and come back to that point. Um, if I'm being completely transparent, I didn't, growing up, it wasn't always the easiest, you know? Um, I didn't have a, like, easygoing, like, oh, 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 fun childhood. Um, when I was, like I said, I was born and raised in Georgia. Um, I'm the oldest of three. So for the longest, it was just me, my, my dad and my mom. And then my little brothers came along. But, um, when I was like eight years old, um, my dad got deported. Um, to his home country of Nigeria. He got deported. So um, after that, things kind of were tough because it was my mom, my brothers, and myself. And my youngest brother, he was still a baby back then, maybe like 13 months, 14 months. And, you know, I was eight. My brother after me was four. So now my mom is a single mom, three kids, no husband in the house. And at the time, my father was like our primary Um Caretaker. So, you know, it was very hard after that. My mom had to work a number of jobs, and because she was always working, I had to assume her duties at home. So, from a young age, I had to grow up really quickly. I had to take care of my brothers, whether it's waking up at 4 or 5 a.m., getting them ready for school, um, doing their homework when I come back from school, um, looking over what assignments they have to do, cooking them dinner, getting them ready. You know what I'm saying? Just things that eight-year-old shouldn't be doing I had to do you know so Mm -hmm. over the years um it, it continued like this honestly and um my mother got remarried we moved to Maryland and once we moved things were not easy as well it was very very tough very very difficult um she moved because she, you know, she got remarried. So the person she ended up remarrying, you know, people people show you true sides of themselves when you actually, you know, start living with them. Right. And the situation did not end well at all. There was abuse involved, physical um, financial, you know, just all this crazy stuff. And I, I just remember being young, like, God, why am I going through this? Like all this stuff in my life, it's very hard for me. Something that's so easy for everybody else to get is always super hard for me, you know? So anyways, we move up here. I graduate from Wise High School. I go to the best HBCU in the land, Morgan State University. And I will say, um, going to HBCU was probably the best decision I ever made because growing up to, I also suffered from low self-esteem. So going to school, seeing all these black women, educated women, boss women on campus, running organizations while holding amazing GPAs and doing this and doing that, you know, that really like inspired me. Number one, I feel like all those experiences, every hardship that I had to go through, um, built my character and built up my endurance and made me a strong person, but I wasn't really confident in who I was. I wasn't really sure, um, of my purpose. So I'm, yeah, I'm strong. I'm strong enough to withstand a storm, but I didn't really know who I was and the purpose that I serve. So going to college, especially HBCU really helped me define and mold myself or my brand Um, because like a lot, because of my experiences too, I was always guarded, very like no nonsense. That's where like people, okay, boss, okay, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Because I was a very strong person. I'm very headstrong. I'm very this, but like going to college molded me and gave me the leadership skills and gave me these branding skills. Like I was an SGA from my freshman year to my senior year. Started off as freshman class vice president, then sophomore class president, junior class, and then ultimately student government association president. So when I say the qualifications of a boss or wherever, it came from experiences like this, you know, but having that attitude and believing in myself, embedding in myself was also embedded in me during my collegiate years as well. Um, Now, when it comes to like my brand and stuff, although like, Those certain experiences that I went through in college kind of gave me confidence and equipped me and, you know, kind of showed me what I was capable of from running organizations while going to school full time, while working full time. It just showed me that while I'm capable of all this, who knows if I actually start betting on myself and living unto my potential, what I could accomplish. So after you know i'm i'm in all these positions you start to realize that you have a sort of influence and i saw that i had a sort of influence i knew people um i was always introducing myself to people people always come up to me you know you just start to notice like hmm you have some type of platform I've, i i had built some type of platform which is i believe ultimately too what kind of pushed me to know esther you have a blog I feel like people will, I mean, if you do this blog, people will listen to you. People will at least be interested. Oh, okay. Well, Esther's coming out. With oh, let's see what she has to say. Let's see what she has to offer. And I got to a point, regardless if people don't listen to it or like the people you expect to, to support it or not, there's someone out there who needed this. And I remember, and this story, um, will always stick with me. When I was in Undergrad, I was junior class president, and we were hosting an event. And we were so scared that nobody would come. We wanted to cancel the event, like, oh no, we're not gonna do it. And the SJ president at the time, his name was Alvin Hill, and he told us, he was like, if you have something planned and you're scared that, oh, you don't think anybody will come, whatever, whatever, do not cancel that event. Because it will serve a purpose to someone. It may not serve a purpose to the masses, but it will serve a purpose to someone. And maybe the purpose of you having this event will help that one person or will save this one person. And... I didn't understand it at first. Like, why am I spending all this money for one person? Like, why am I doing... That makes absolutely no sense. We're anticipating 100 people, and you want me to throw an event for 10 people? Like, why? But I didn't understand at the time. You don't know... Like we were talking about earlier, you just never know what will help a person. You never know what they will... What you will put out that will save their life. You know, you, you, you we have so many people who... Oh, they're contemplating suicide, or they're doing this, or they're doing that. But you just happen to post the right thing or say the right thing, and you've given them hope. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, my, I'm trying to loop it back around because, girl, I'm rapping. No, you're okay. (laughs) You're (laughs) okay. My journey to like becoming a boss and just betting on myself and believing in myself have stemmed from this, i from these ideals and these experiences. You know, if I if if I put my mind to this and I see it through and I see um, the fruits of my labor and I'm not even 100 percent in that thing. Imagine what happens when you are all in. Imagine what happens when you believe in your potential and you selflessly serve unto others. Imagine how many more people you can reach. So that, all this, everything I went through, all my trials, my tribulations, my lessons, my journeys, I feel like it served a purpose. And my purpose here on earth, just like Queen Esther in the Bible, her purpose was to save her people. God made her queen to save her people. And I feel like God has put me in this position, not necessarily, oh, I have people to save, but to touch people, to use each and every thing that I've gone through to help other women. You know, I can't speak from oh yeah, low self-esteem if I've never experienced it. Mm-hmm. I can't speak of coming from homelessness to something if I've never gone through it. You know, so um no matter how tough a situation was, that's why I always thank God because of because of everything that I've been through. Because it's 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 he's used it to get me to where I am today and he's using it to help me help others as well. So yeah.
0: Mm. Oh my I was just sitting here listening like getting emotional because you never know, you know, people's Mm -hmm. journeys, like, even back to their childhood, you never know what they may have endured, you know, right. growing up. And just seeing the woman that you are today, I would have never expected that you went through some of the things that you went through. And I respect you 100 times more <laughs> after listening you. to your story. <laughs> and, you know, with with different things we go through in childhood and adolescence, how important do you think it is to turn situations that may seem negative and turn it around to positivity? like how you did how important do you think that is for women to do that may have come from the same journey that you have
1: mm, I think it's super important because what ends up happening is if you let your past really um get a hold of you and, and affect you and control you there's some blessings that you really might miss out on I just feel like it depends on how you look at a situation. Um, obviously, when you're going through something in the moment, you're just thinking like, oh, my gosh, this is the worst thing in the world, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. But um, I think a key trait to have, especially when being a boss, is um, to look at situations through a different perspective instead of like, why is this happening? What is this trying to teach me? I think it's very important to just take lessons from each negative situation that you go through and learn and try to apply it. The next time, you know, a issue or a problem resurfaces, because what's going to happen is if you continue to let everything in your past that you've been through, if you continue to let it control your life, it's so many things that you're going to miss out on. You're just going to stay stagnant. And um, I'm a firm believer in stagnancy is not any of our portions in Jesus name. So it's just okay. like you really you really have to transform your mind and to change the way you think because don't your past does not define you your experiences don't define you what defines you is how you get up from that experience and how you take those lessons and how you apply it to your future
0: mm, what matters is how you get up ladies if you you know didn't take anything away from what Esther just said listen to what she just said what matters is how you get up, okay? We could be going through the worst time of our lives ever, but you have two decisions. You can either consider your situation, or you can make the decision to boss up as best you can possible to ensure that you turn that negative into a positive, just how like with Esther did. Um, And you know what's so funny when I hear women's different stories just like yours Esther and I talk with women more and more and more it lights even more of a fire under my ass to get up every single day so if you're listening to this and you felt some sort of stagnancy before some type of laziness I bet you the story Esther just gave you know her journey becoming a boss I bet you that lit a fire up under your butt because who are we you know to say that we can't change our situation around so with that being said, think of any boss you want, okay? Whose story has been the most impactful to you and inspires you the most when it comes to their joy of becoming the boss that they are today? For example, for me, my favorite stories are Oprah, although, you know, she hasn't had the best campaign in the media <laughs> so far right. or during this time. Retailing. I really do think that her story has been probably the most impactful story of a black woman that I've ever came yes. across it's her um be simone most recent beyonce those are just a few of my people that you know right. i go back to their interviews and hear them talk about their stories to get re-motivated and re-inspired um think of any boss you want as i said whose story is the most impactful to you and inspires you the most
1: for me mine might not be as conventional as you know um others but one boss lady that i look up to I respect is my good sis Cardi B. Mm. And, you know, a lot of people are oh, Cardi's loud, Cardi's ratchet, but I respect that woman so much for a number of reasons. Number one, um, if you were following Cardi before she was a rapper, before she was, you know, doing what she's doing now, she was, A (laughs) ghetto down, okay? She was just ghetto, just ratchet stripper on Instagram, you know, just posting wild videos. Like, I remember I used to watch her videos like, oh, my God, this girl is really wild. Like, who is this girl? I used to laugh because of just the craziness she was saying what she would do. But years later and millions later, she's still that crazy, funny girl. You know what I'm saying? She may be polished up a little bit, but Cardi has already always been cardi and one thing for me um i respect authenticity so much i respect realness so much Um, that's number one but the real i mean that's one reason why but the real reason why like um her story inspires me is because cardi had a plan Mm-hmm. Cardi had a plan. Like a lot of people may look at her and hear the way she talks, and they're just like, oh my gosh, this girl's dumb. She has no education. She's illiterate. But I remember she watching the interview, hearing her story. She said, you know, once she basically um got kicked out of her parents' house for stripping, once they found out she was a stripper, um, she told herself she's going to strip till she's 23 years old. After 23, she's gonna stop stripping. And I believe she started when she was like 18 or 19. I don't really remember um, the specific age, but I just remember um, she said she had a plan was to stack her money, um, get her own place, that she was going to save up enough money to put out her first mixtape. And on her 23rd birthday, that would be her last time stripping. And she did just that. Her 23rd birthday, she stopped stripping. A lot of the goals she has set for herself, um, she even reached them prior two 23 years old before she was 23. She had enough money to get her own place. She had enough money. She had like a hundred thousand dollars saved up already. She had enough money to buy studio time to put the album together. You know what I'm saying? Like she's a real business woman. A lot of people really think that, Oh, just because of the way she talks, she doesn't know what she's doing. And you know, as a lady, some of her antics are questionable, but you can't, I respect her hustle so much. You know, she's very, um, focused she's very she sets a goal she has to attack that goal and I always respect women like that um another reason why I respect her so much is her story as well she didn't grow up with this you know spoon in her mouth she didn't grow up with like parents who were there or everything was all good and peachy she had a very rough upbringing as well but Again, she didn't let her past define her. If she was to listen to society, oh, you know, nobody's going to listen to a stripper or how can a stripper become successful or blah, 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 blah. But she did not care about that. I'm sure she had her moments where, oh, I want to give up. But regardless, Cardi, one thing that Cardi did, she bet on herself. And she saw it through all the way to the end. And now look at my sis in Atlanta with millions and millions right. of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Living lavishly. So I respect my good sis so much.
0: I think it was her album that dropped. That's when I really started to, started to pay attention to everything You know that mm-hmm. she did even prior to that. And mm-hmm. that's why everybody supports her so much. People support authenticity a hundred mm-hmm. times more. And yes. as you were saying, authenticity equals a story. Something real, something mm-hmm. wrong. Mm -hmm. so the fact that she came from nothing and made it to everything with a plan and just by betting on herself oh my god so inspiring so with that being said why do you think women's stories are important to share
1: um well number one you know when you look in society um men are always like or people like to say um men are superior or you know um men basically in the eye of society, they're capable of anything. They can do anything. And for the longest, like women are just like, oh, we're women. Our quote unquote place is to be the domestic aspect. Um, we're meant to stay at home. We're meant to clean. We're meant to just cook. We're meant to do this. We're meant to do that. That's what, you know, society likes to view women as, but me personally, when I hear stories that women have done and I I, I look at these women that are doing these, it, it just hits you different. You know what I'm saying? I, I think regardless, men or woman, you're going to be inspired by a good come up story or you're going to be inspired by a person out here doing what they got to do, you know, making their dreams come true. But a woman doing it, it's like you're expected to do this, but you you exceed expectation. You go beyond what the. "Quote unquote norm is and you just forge your own lane and you forge your own path. I think that that touches people in a in a different sense. And then in addition to that, like women are just like amazing beings, like they're goddesses. We can just do so much. So it's like, okay, we've heard a woman own a Fortune five hundred company. We heard a woman do this. We heard a woman do that. We heard a woman do this, and she's pregnant, and she got it. It's just it just hits different, you know. Yeah. So, um. I don't think that that's something that will ever go away. I just feel like being a woman is just super badass and it just just appeals to people
0: more, you know? Period. We are badasses. Period. 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 Point blank. <laughs> so <laughs> in closing, Esther, um, are there any tips you can give to the ladies of Lynn listening to motivate them if they're going through a rough patch throughout their journey um, to overall keep going?
1: Um, number one, you have to get into the art of motivating yourself because there are going to be these roller coasters because life is a roller coaster. You're going to have your ups, you're going to have your downs. But what needs to stay consistent is empowering yourself and motivating yourself. That's why, honestly, it's so important to follow platforms like Women of Lynn and Ayaba Connect because you're going to have your moments where you just can't do it no more. But these platforms are there to encourage you and to keep you up. Number two, always bet on yourself. I truly believe whatever desires that are in your heart, whatever your goals are, God has placed it there for a reason. That is your gift to the world. That is your assignment that is your responsibility and you need to make sure that you do whatever to see that go through why because in the end of time when we're all long and gone and God is judging people according to the works of their hands he's gonna ask you I gave you this gift I gave you this remember on this day when I told you to start that business remember on this day when I told you to start that podcast this is what it was supposed to do and he's gonna show you all the people that were supposed to be impacted or inspired or saved based on the gift or that goal that he placed in your heart. And if you don't do that, you are now responsible for all those people you were supposed to save. What if that podcast that you started, a person who was thinking about killing themselves, they were supposed to listen to it the day they wanted to commit suicide, but you didn't start it because you were scared. That is a Uh, responsibility that God has given to you so whatever that desire is or whatever that goal is I'm telling you it is for a divine purpose it is a reason you want to do it do not let fear talk you out of your purpose do not let fear talk you out of your assignment do not let fear talk you out of betting and believing on yourself because I'm telling you in the end it's not going to be anyone else's fault but you and the last tip that I want to um leave to um, all the listeners is that, you know, throughout your journey, um, you have people surrounding you You need to make sure you are surrounding yourself and immersing yourself around the right people. Okay, Um, if you have a plan, you want to do something like, for example, me, I plan on being a medical doctor. And um, recently I just did the STEM challenge, the Don't Rush STEM challenge. And prior to this year, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll go to medical school at some point or, you know, I'll do this, I'll do that. But then once I got in the group chat with women who are PhD holders, women who are doctors, like they have doctor in front of their name. You cannot just address them like any type of way, anyhow, you know what I'm saying? These are prestigious, educated women. And it's like, my my mindset just switched like what are you doing like why aren't you there and i it's not even i'm even comparing myself but i'm using them i'm using their stories as motivation as soon as i saw like these ladies are writing dissertations about cancer and how um the health disparities in the black communities and i'm like sis yes and it's just like you're looking at yourself like these this is what this is what it means to live in your purpose this is how it looks to um Believe in yourself, bet on yourself, and utilize your potential to get somewhere. Why aren't you doing the same? So it's very important to monitor the people that you allow in your space, that you let around you. You really want to make sure that those people are for you. Swinging it back to B. Simone. B. Simone would not have made it to a million dollars if it wasn't for her team. She had a friend who was working free Mm -hmm. for a whole year. She had another friend who did not have a car, but she would walk every day to the post office to put in um, the orders that people order from B. Simone Beauty. That is the type of people you want in your circle, people who believe in you, people who will support you. And, you know, also remember... It's crazy because sometimes you think the people closest to you are the ones that are going to help propel your dream, that are going to help support your dream. No, it's sometimes the people who are closest to you or who you need to cut off. Mm. Sometimes they're the reason that that dream isn't coming into fulfillment because they're just spewing doubts and fears, and they're projecting their insecurities upon you. So these three things, I'm telling you, if you really apply them and you really utilize them, it will make such a difference. You will start believing in yourself. You will start... Moving differently, you'll carry yourself differently, Tamani. I'm not going to lie. Um, when I came across your platform and I came and then I got to see how you even carry yourself. You know what I'm saying? What, How you emulate like grace and beauty. But at the same time, you're you. It was like, oh, Esther, what, what are you doing? Ah, you know what I'm Thank thinking? you. <laughs> Why isn't your stuff as clean, as concise, as consistent? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to have fun and be ratchet here and there because everybody know me, you know, I love to have a good time, you know, but it's a time and place for everything. It needs to be like when you are walking in the room, people can feel your presence based on how you carry yourself. So that's why it's so important to just build up this community of girl bosses, of, of inspired women, of women that are trailblazing and doing all these amazing things. And I just want to, In closing, just bring it back and say, I really appreciate what you're doing, which is why I'm always quick to highlight you. I'm always quick to shout you out because just the way you carry yourself, you can just see who you are and that you have this light. And that light is attracting others. And it's in turn um, allowing people to shine the own light that is on them, too. You know what I'm saying? So I really appreciate you. I appreciate this podcast. I appreciate everything you do. Keep going. Don't stop. Um, Even on the days where you feel like, oh, no, I can't do this. I don't feel like doing this. I'm telling you, don't do that because there are people that are attached to your message, that are attached to your dream. So continue to inspire us and be the queen or the ayah that you are.
0: Okay. Oh, my girl. You about to sit up here and make me cry. (laughs) Stop it. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you. Oh, my God. y'all! I know y'all can't see me, but I'm tearing up over here because I'm not going to sit up here and lie. I woke up this morning. And I've been extremely motivated, positive, you know, trying to Mm -hmm. put people forward and trying to pour into others. But this COVID stuff, it has given me a level of anxiety I've Mm. never seen before. Mm -hmm. And as a business owner, you're so used to certain routines and certain events and certain bookings. And, you know, when that stuff changes and you're confined to your home and if you're a boss and, you know, you're used to go, 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 everything has just stopped. So Mm. thank you. Thank you so much for those words and even you know hearing your story right now like it just it's re-inspiring me it's re-motivating me so please keep doing what you're doing as well because women not only like myself women not only just me other women need to see you know what you're putting out as well every single day so please Mm -hmm. keep going please keep going so thank thank you you. no it is okay thank you sis you're welcome (laughs) but i know y'all probably listened to this entire episode like where can i follow esther how can i read her blog x y and z so esther please share your social media handles so all the ladies listening and the w boss listening can go ahead and follow you asap
1: yes to all my beautiful ayabas all my beautiful um girl bosses um if you would like to follow me connect with me, um, read about my blogs. Well, you can follow my personal Instagram, which is Esteri Ayaba. Don't worry, I'm going to spell it out. <laughs> it's E-S-T-E-R-I-A-Y-A-B-A. And my blog page is Ayaba Connect, A-Y-A-B-A Connect on Instagram and Twitter
0: yes thank you so 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 much Esther for being on this episode and thank you ladies so much you're so welcome sis thank you ladies so much for tuning in to yet another episode on the woman podcast you ladies can listen in on this episode on Apple Podcast SoundCloud Google Play Spotify iHeartRadio and any podcast platform there is we are basically on sis you ladies will hear me next week with a special special W Boss guest to share her journey of how she became a boss and i hope this series is lighting a fire under you ladies butts as it is doing me i want you ladies to have a safe and amazing weekend you ladies will hear me next week friday 12 p.m eastern standard time sharp peace ladies